updates, some um, some news. The graduating class for the first class of the year is graduating March 1st at 1.30 at the Euclid Public Library. If anybody want to come support them, come on out. They're the first class of this year graduating with their nonprofit and get their for-profit uh, education uh, information from Blot Incorporated. Also, we have a real estate class tonight at 6 o'clock located at 503 East 200 Street. Um, come on out if you want to um, learn about real estate. Uh, what else? Also, we have Money Paradigm is coming back through April 25th at 9 o'clock at the play. So the play is the old um, the boneyard. Yeah, boneyard. old boneyard. And uh, for more information, contact Montana at 216-815-7300. Why are you speaking in third party? <laughs> you know what? Well, but hey, make your way to the money paradigm, okay? And those of you that have uh, visited or even spectated the money paradigm last time, you are welcome for free. You will be a host. Come and entertain everyone. Yes. Share your experiences. And we also have room for vendors. Uh, we have some new vendors from yesterday. Um, if you're insurance business, accounting business, anybody right. that can service our members, we have over 400 members. Come there. You want to showcase your business, have a table. Make sure you had a table skirts and a whole bunch of, uh, what do you call it, uh, paraphernalia, mm -hmm. business brochures and all that. Bring yeah. it in and solicit your business there. Okay, you are welcome. Also, if you have uh, if vendors have like samples of their food dishes or sauces, come out too. So we uh we're taking uh, registrations for that. So registration, contact Montana at two one six eight one five seventy three hundred. If you want to register as a vendor um, for the Money Paradigm event, okay. Very good. Um, and what else we got going on? We do have some of our members that have activities that's going on right now, and we got to showcase them. Okay. Uh, sometime. Uh, we get that flyer up in about in a couple of minutes. All right. Um, but we do have an event happening right down the street here on Euclid at the Masjid Bilal, right? Masjid Bilal okay. on uh, what, 7400 Euclid Avenue. How you know that, that address like that? You only want to <laughs> you know. know. You don't want to know. <laughs> you know your own address. <laughs> You don't want to know. Okay. 7401 Euclid this, Avenue. This will be their first annual business symposium, okay, March 7th. Uh, this year, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Masjid Bilal of Cleveland. That's 7400, or you can say 7401 Euclid Avenue. Uh, it's going to be featuring myself, Montana, uh, Najib Sharif, and Ken, is that Kenyatta Muhammad. Um, and those are uh, thriving business owners right here in Cleveland. Going to have a lot of information for you. It's free. Okay? It's free. Come in and fellowship, network. And learn a little bit of information on how to start your business. Yes. Um, also, I want to send a shout out to Miss India Gardner. Woo -woo! Send a shout out to her. She had her first event since she's graduated from Block. Um, the the Flapjack um, was it Flapjack fundraiser was a hit success. So everybody loved it. They had fun. They came out, supported her. And she is on like high clouds or cloud high or whatever. Cloud nine. Cloud nine. <laughs> So, congratulations to you, Miss India, um, on your event. What's, what else is up next? Let's talk about what happened this week. Okay. Okay. You started off. Class. Class. We had some nice topics. Yes. Uh, the, the hot topic was generating revenue. We have a lot of businesses. Today's business 
arena now is I mean it's the state of the art the technology the everything that's going on mm -hmm. there should be no problem with you generating revenue right away right uh, before we used to have five year plans where you, that's that used to be the ideal break even mark now we have businesses we have arenas out here that you can participate in and the space is I mean it's just it's just thriving to the point where your break even mark should even be in a year to three years in some cases alright yeah so we talked about business plans. Mm -hmm. Completing a business plan. Our members have learned that completing a business plan, you don't have to set your mark real, real low. We had out of 15 yeah. of our members, uh, maybe three of them had low marks, but a lot of them have set their mark high, and I'm proud of you for doing mm -hmm. that. You put together the 90-day plan so you can uh, start off, hit the, hit the ground running, okay? And, and I appreciate you for that. And we got most of them, all of them completed their business plans. Yay. Proud of you guys, the members uh, in this class. Also, I want to just say that um, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there, they have a lot of questions about starting their businesses, um, confused about certain ways how to start. I have a lot of stories to tell. I'm going to tell this one story. I'm going to tell this one story real quick, okay? I'm not going to say no names. Okay, don't say no names. All right, so had a um, class member. And he was excited. He's very excited. Um, he had a lot of energy. So I said, well, start asking about community grants. So I said, go to the banks and ask them about their, their grant programs. So he went to a bank, and he asked them about you know their grant program. So the first um, banker was like, well, we don't have that. We are a for-profit organization. We don't do grants. So he came back to me, all sad and everything. Montana, you know, they don't do grant programs. I said, who don't do grant programs? So he told me the bank, and then we I Googled it and looked them up. And they have a step-by-step -step grant. Um, they offer grants at that particular bank that they said that he couldn't get a grant at. And I said, you need to go back up there and ask them about this grant program, and it's their grant. So he went back up there to another bank, and the banker came and told him, like, we don't do grants. We don't do grants. So he was frustrated, came back, said, hey, the bank said they don't do grants. I said, did you show them on their website that they have a grant that you can fill out as an application and to send it in. And he said, well, no, I didn't, I didn't do that, but you know, I think they give me the runaround. I think they don't want to give you know, help in the community, things like that. And I said, just don't give up. You gotta, you gotta approach them with their stuff because a lot of bankers um, don't know that they have these programs. And you gotta probably go to the higher ups to say, hey, look, this is what you guys have. Like, show them your phone, Google it. You have a grant program right here. Now they can go to the person that's offering a grant at their bank and give you that information. Because all banks have to help in the community. You bankers out there, woo woo, <laughs> give you a woo woo out there. So um, he got, he's very um, motivated, so he's still going to try, um, ask about their grant program. But you can fill it out online. You can just go into their website, pull up their grant, and just, you know, fill it out online or print it out and turn it back into them. Mm-hmm. We also had some success with uh, a lady that came in that used some information that you gave her mm -hmm. about uh, receiving property as a donation okay. inside that nonprofit. Okay, this young lady took some information from Montana, and she basically learned to understand the benefits, not of her receiving the property, but the benefits of the individual that's donating the property. And that goes back to what we always talk about. You have to be empathetic when you being a business owner, empathetic right. as a nonprofit founder or CEO, so you can understand your audience. Mm 
understand how they're going to benefit from your services or some of the things that they do to participate in your program. All right. So I won't say her name, but we'll okay. give her a quick. Okay. All right. With the cameraman, so, what's going on back there? <laughs> all right. So we got a special guest today. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> all right. A special guest. Um, I've been knowing this guy for a little while now. We uh, we were um, both recipients and partners in a different business. Worked in the same office for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and I, he's in the financial service business. And he's not just in the financial service business, but he's what we call a serial entrepreneur. He got his hands in a lot of bit, a lot of different things. He understands how to move out here, and that's the problem with a lot of our business owners. They don't know how to move out here. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, I've been watching him for a minute, so uh, we're going to give him the showcase today, and he's going to tell us a little bit about everything he do, and then he's going to showcase one of his best features. Wait, before you <laughs> before you say that, I just want to say when you said serial entrepreneur. And then he got on his black school cap. Uh, come on, okay, okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> get with the times. Watch right? that. Get with the times. So, okay, serial entrepreneur, go ahead. Uh, time to get hard. You really <laughs> <laughs> no, but thanks, uh, Montana. Uh, Vern, thanks for having me today. Um, name's Chris Brooks. Like I say, serial entrepreneur. Um, from Cleveland, born and raised. Um, went to Collinwood High School, graduated '99. Um, continued on Florida Southern, graduated 2004. Um, went and played basketball overseas for four years before I tore up my knee um, back in 07. So that was my last time actually um, playing professionally um, up until I took two two years off and then I went to Mexico. Okay. Um, played a year there, figured out that leg one right. Um, I got some good money though, um, but I decided to retire in 2010. But I had to sit back and actually think about what I wanted to do. Um, initially, my whole life was predicated on um, sports. I knew I was going to make it far, you know, make a lot of money, um, and I was going to be able to do a lot of things, you know, after that, um, take care of family. Um, but, you know, when that injury happened, like, you know, things changed, so I had to figure out, you know, what I was going to do. So uh, I started bartending, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know what I mean, what, what I really wanted to do um, in life, you know, but I always knew I wanted to own things. You mm -hmm. know, I wanted to be an owner. So I started saving up a whole lot of money. You know, I started tattooing because um, I went to Cleveland School of Arts too. Um, so I started tattooing and, and just building up money. I was saving, I was saving, I was saving. Um, bought my first house in um, 2013 from Cleveland Housing Network. Shout out to them, thanks uh, for that for that little grant they gave me. They gave like ten. They said fifteen thousand dollars. I take it. Right. They said, <laughs> they said no. You put up fifteen thousand dollars of your money, and we'll match you with ten, and you can get this twenty five thousand dollar house. Uh -huh. I'm tired of paying rent. Uh, you know how that go. Mm -hmm. um, so I bought that house, and then a year later, I remember stepping into a bank. I stepped into a citizen's bank, and I was like, um, I need to try to get a loan. Like, I, I, it's this bar I, I was, I'm interested in. And she was like, oh, you know, you know, credit this, and you know what I mean? Like, you know, money funds that. But she was like, um, how's your house? I'm like, what do you mean? She said, um, well, if you own your home, you know, you can take out a home equity line of credit. So... Um, I did that, you know, um, she ran a number. She was like, uh, well, you own your house free and clear, so you'll be able to take out this money. So anyway, long story short, I took out that money and I was able to purchase my first business, um, Grovewood Lounge and Grill. Um, so I operated that for two years almost. Um, I had a fire, it was actually apartments upstairs. So we had a fire one that broke out in one of the apartments upstairs in which, you know, burned down the house, um, the house, burned down the actually building, you know uh -huh. what I mean? Um, so my business was gone, I remember, I remember waking up 
I remember waking up um, a Wednesday morning to a whole bunch of Facebook messages. Um, and the Facebook messages said, Grovewood has burned down. <laughs> and it was six in the morning, no, no, I'm, I'm not, this is a true story, six in the morning, I'm like, what? Like I'm brushing my teeth, like looking at the phone, like what? So I, I ran out of the house like in shorts, it's cold outside. I ran out of the house in shorts and a hoodie and, um, and uh, got to the building, obviously the fire squad was gone. Um, but my, my, my building was gone, you know, my business was gone. Um, luckily I had insurance and um, they were able to take care of me. But since then, um, I've been able to open up a few other businesses with that money. Um, the first one was uh, Maven Body Studio, which is located over on um, East 185th. We focus on non-invasive services for uh, women and men. Um, if, you, if you're familiar, if you've heard the commercials like cool sculpting and mm -hmm. um, wood therapy and stuff like that, like just think of those those terms, you know, those phrases and stuff. That's some of the things that we actually do over there. Um, Comfort and Hearts Home Healthcare, in which we send aids out to people's homes, um, in-home house care. Um, we'll be doing um, actual group homes and everything like that um, coming up pretty soon. Um, was able, um, through Montana and going through the program, to actually start a nonprofit. That's how I met Montana. Was able to was able to start a nonprofit, and, and that nonprofit wing is really going to be the um, the portion that actually handles the group homes. Um, so hopefully, I'll be able to get some um, properties donated, and we'll be able to get um, a few of those going for you know veterans or people who are sick with disabilities and things like that. Um, but that's a good thing. My ultimate goal. Um, my end goal with the actual nonprofit is to get a building. Like I said, I, I come from a sports background, um, training, and I want to have my own facility. Too many times I get told, no, we can't get in at this time to this gym, and this is going on. And I want something that's strictly basketball, that's strictly training, and I don't want to have to charge kids to be able to do it. You know what I mean? It's a lot of kids who want and need, but their parents can't afford it. So right. if I could have a place that where they could go and actually get good training, um, because there's a lot that you can learn, like from sports. You know, I learned a lot, a lot of structure. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a big thing so um, that's my end goal as far as the nonprofit goes um, and the last thing I'll say as far as business wise um, we just closed on the building over on 185th um, for a new lounge and bar situation that I'll have I haven't, I haven't quite named it yet um, I got a few that I'm leaning towards, um, but we're going to be doing something totally different you know, um, it's going to be very unique and it's going again. It's going to be located on the East 185th, 532 East 185th. So stay tuned for that. That'll be happening within the next four months. Very so. good. Very good. Um, that was a lot of information. One, one sorry, thing. I did, no, hold on. No, that's good. That's, that's good information because right. I'm not done with you. Um, I just realized that we have the whole showcase here as railroaders. You up under Mr. Martin? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you up on the Mr. Martin? Yes, of course. And I'm you up on the Mr. Martin. Yeah. Mr. Martin. The shout out to Mr. Martin. Uh, I want to say the late Mr. Martin was the principal and, I mean, pioneer of the whole Collinwood mm -hmm. um, neighborhood, a pillar in, in to that community. Right. Uh, give him a quick, whoop, whoop. all right, Mr. Martin, <laughs> God bless you, my man. Uh, we got a lot of railroaders out here, um, and this is the first time we got 100% of railroaders, and that has nothing to do with why we had nothing happens by coincidence, <laughs> but we didn't right. plan it out like this, right? Um, and second, we still, uh, I mean, you have been places across the world, and still you back in your community again, the Collinwood neighborhood. Absolutely. I mean, it's what I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you always come back to what you know. I've, I've, I've lived in three different countries 
Um, I've lived in, I don't even know how many different states. Um, I played for every alphabet league that was here outside of the NBA. I played in the NBA's G League. Um, I played in four different cities as far as that goes. So I've been a lot of different places, but they, they never was home. You know what I mean? Like, this is home. This is comfortability. I, I, I know it. I love it. Um, so I'm always going to come back home. I'm always going to have a home here, even though I want to have some place where I can go in the winter. Um, this will always be home. That's, that's good. Now, I mean, you, your testimony is is uh, a good a very good example of CMSD wasn't CMSD then it was Cleveland Public School District mm -hmm. um, being a product of that you still can achieve success get that exposure uh, being a student athlete yeah. absolutely yeah. okay um, tell me um, how was your 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 athletic career in Collinwood. And moving on through your your next adventure, how did that work out for you? Well, Collinwood. Um, well, I got to tell that story real quick. Um, I actually started high school. I went to East Tech ninth grade. Uh -huh. So ninth, I started school ninth grade. Um, I had a run in with the coaches. Um, uh, playing favoritism. I'm not making excuses, but that's what it is. <laughs> it's playing favoritism. So I had to leave there. I actually went uh, to John Hay my sophomore and um, junior year, and um, I got into with the principal there. Okay. I'm just being honest and totally transparent. So I had to. The third week of school, I transferred um, my senior year to Collinwood okay. to get a fresh start. Um, like I said, I was getting into a, a, a lot of different things, and I was never—I wasn't a bad kid. You know what I mean? Like I like to crack jokes and stuff like that. But we had a very stern Joe Clark type figure at John Hay, and he—you know—he just didn't like—he didn't like any of that. But I was when I was able to go over to Collinwood, you know, um, Coach Ken Vanna and like I said, uh, Principal Martin, um, they took me in, you know, um, and I was able to. Uh, thrive, catch up on my studies and everything like that. They helped me. You know, they, they mm -hmm. really helped me. Um, I was able to catch up because I fell behind in John Hay. So I was able my senior year to, you know, go take some night classes. Um, they got me going with summer school, so I would be able to, you know, go to college, you know, on time. Um, but it helped me tremendously just going over there. Like I said, Collinwood, like I said, that installation, they, they was able to help me, you know, uh, get back on track. Got you. I, I, I had a very similar experience with, with Collinwood. Ken Vanna, I, I love Ken Vanna. He, he was my gym teacher at Spellacy, mm -hmm. and he uh, wound up being the gym teacher at Collinwood. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he's been, he's been very, very motivational when it comes down to being athletic because right. he didn't just talk to basketball players. Right. He talked to everyone. Um, my tenor was also an athlete at Collinwood. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you was a cheerleader. <laughs> what you, you still had to jump. <laughs> but um, yeah, but, yeah, but we all had our struggles. But it's good to have those coaches and those those um, those authority figures that would always snap you right back in place. It's good to have someone that understand what your problem is because sometimes right. you get people to write off your problems and just say you just no good. Right. And then being an athlete, and this is what I learned, because I got my first financial planning job because of being an athlete. Mm -hmm. When you're an athlete, student athlete, it teaches, it's like the first time you learn about success because it adds resistance, mm -hmm. okay? It adds resistance to you while you're in school and you're trying to achieve the academic level, but it adds resistance mentally and physically, and you have to achieve to accomplish both. Right. So that that's, that plays a big part, and people I think the world knows that when you're when you're going into industries like ours, mm -hmm. okay. Right. So that's good. Tell us more about this uh, home health care. So Comfort and Hearts Home Health Care, like I said, we provide in-home care for you know people with disabilities, sick. Um, me and my sister um, actually started that. We well, she had the idea back in 2018. 
Um, she always wanted to do a business with me, and she was she was a little jealous that I was doing business with a lot of other people. You know what I mean? So um, she brought it. We sat down one day, and she was like, I really want to do this. So um, I looked at the bank account. I was like, all right, how much is it going to cost? Um, and we figured it out. Um, we come from a home that always took in people. My mother always, every time I came home from college, it was somebody else staying with us. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> who is this? Like, where'd you get them from? But like, that was just like, you know who my family was. You know what I mean? That's who my mom is. She 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 likes to take people in and, and you know make them make them family. You know what I mean? So we had a lot of people who actually wasn't family, mm -hmm. who actually stayed. Um, so anyway, it was all it was always in us. Um, but like I said, we started this in 2018. Um, at the end of 2019, we had to make a transition. Um, I didn't like that the company wasn't scaling um, fast enough, mm -hmm. so I had to actually partner with a, a, another couple companies, Cleveland Care and XO, um, located over uh, on Broadway um, in Maple Heights. I had to uh, partner with them and have them take over uh, basically like the operation side wing because they had two feet in the business and they were running. Uh, one thing I, I found out about business, and I knew this going in, but you can't run a business part-time. You know what I mean? Like if, if this is your business, this is your baby, you need to be there. And um, everybody wasn't, um, you know, uh, in a place to be able to, um, push the business so um, at the end of 2019 like I said I, I looked at all my businesses and everything that I was doing and I figured out that I needed to um, you know uh, make some changes and that was one of the changes I decided to make was to take comfort and hearts and partner with a couple other home health care agencies um, that was actually in the business running and thriving okay. so um, we were we were able um, last week well two weeks ago to um, lock in our our first uh, 24 hour uh, client and we got a second 24 hour client mm -hmm. which is big money mm -hmm. um, so that's a good thing so we are headed in the right direction um, and hopefully by September we will be to the point of uh, bringing in you know roughly 40 to 50 a month 40 50 that's k a good. month so. mm -hmm. that's good so let me ask you this what made you decide to do the your nonprofit? <sighs> did you have like did you go out I'm gonna to be I'm gonna be honest I, I never had a I never had a thought and a notion of doing it until I met you. You know what I mean? Like I, I always, I always go to you know different networking events, and if I'm if I go to a grocery store and I see a, a poster up and it says, "Oh, business meeting," you know, people are meeting. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. Right. So when I seen the sign, I think I stopped into the Multicultural Center on Huff, and they said that they had a business um, informational or something that was going on, and it was like on the Wednesday, I believe that day was, right. and I was like, oh, I'll be there. So I came there, and then you were uh, Montana. I say Montana. Montana was one of the speakers, um, and she was talking about non nonprofit and everything like that. So I'm like, I'm always about learning and education. So I was like, let me go, and I paid for the class and went. And I liked what I heard, and, and it, it kind of directly tied into a lot of the things I was doing anyway. Like I want to, I wanted to have a gym of my own. The best way to get one is to have a nonprofit because I'm going to donate it mm -hmm. instead of paying it. You know what I mean? Instead of paying for it. Um, but also, like I say, even with the comfort and hearts. It just tied in perfectly. I'm like, oh, I can do right. I can do my group home portion and make that, you know, uh, the nonprofit side, you know, and tie yeah. it in that way. So uh -huh. I can actually get them to donate properties, you know what I mean, as far as that goes. So it, it directly tied into what I was doing. So I didn't have an initial uh, thought and want to do it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but when I when I heard you speak and then I went to class, I'm like, this, it perfectly goes and ties in with, you know, what I was doing currently. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, with this business, and we talk about the home health care, I mean, it's, it seemed like it's, it's, it's starting to boom a little bit, okay? Yeah. Um, is it, do you advise other people to get into the business? I mean, what information would you give to somebody that's looking to being in that industry? 
it's never going anywhere. It's never going um, anywhere. You know, when in, in business, like when you're thinking about starting a business, you wanna you wanna get into a business that um, you know, is gonna be around for a while. You don't get into a business that's gonna be around for a year. You know what I mean? Because you get in the business to make money. I mean, essentially, you know what I mean? Like people can say this, that, and the third, but you want it to make money. So that's a business that's going nowhere with the baby boomers and everything. I think it's somewhere like ten thousand that mm-hmm. age in every day. Ten thousand people. So Every day, that industry is growing, and mm-hmm. the need for companies like Comfort and Hearts is growing every day. So, I absolutely urge you to get involved and get into the industry, get into the healthcare industry. Uh, period. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but know what you're doing, and, and you know, and, and partner with the right people. Um, and that's just any business, but definitely in this one, because um, there's a lot of guidelines, a lot of rules, and things you have to follow, mm-hmm. um, and. It's hard work. It's a lot of relationship building as far as this goes. Um, you're taking care of someone's loved one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, it can be it can be a little hectic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you got to have some passion for it. And like I said, I come from a family who, who's used to taking care of people. So mm-hmm. it was never an issue or problem. I mean, right now, I provide the transportation for the company. You know okay. I mean? I'm the CEO, right. but I provide transportation for the company. I don't mind if somebody calls off going in and, you know, and working a few hours. Okay. Like I have in the last weeks, I went in because someone called off. I went and sat with someone. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, it's absolutely a business that I would advise people to to entertain and look at, but make sure you do your homework and make sure you partner with the right people. Mm-hmm. Now, how many employees? Right now, we have nine. Nine. I want to say nine. Yeah. And okay. again, I don't run the operations wing, so I could be short. short okay. Right now. That's that's okay. But we're employing. I know we're employing employing at least nine people right now. Okay. Are you you have any openings? Yes, a lot of openings. Um, Go ahead, showcase are, it with that that, listen, that camera. We, we are in need and and and. Listen, we are in need of of, of a lot of different um, uh, positions, positions. Mm-hmm. Um, nurses, um, home health aides. We do training. Um, it's a field, like I said again, that's growing every day. Um, so if I can, I can give a number. Yes, most definitely. Absolutely. Everything that you want to do to get those people in there. Okay, let me give let me give you guys a number um, that you can contact. Um, as far as this industry goes, um, it's not a whole lot of money in it. So if you're not doing it for the love or to make some extra money, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not the the feel you you know what I mean? You're not gonna knock anyone's socks off with a with a crazy salary unless you're a nurse. Okay, we're, we're gonna pay nurses because nurses require a lot of money though. Mm-hmm. But um, this is something that someone that someone who just loves to do it. Um, they might be older, they might be retired, they might just be looking to make some extra cash or something like that. Um, definitely give us a call. But um, a staffing number that you can reach us on is two one six area code 262-2832. Again, 216-262-2832. And um, just give us give us a call. And um, like I said, we can talk. Okay. Uh, that, that's good. Because, you know, we got a lot of independent contractors out here that try to do it on their own, try to get their own clients. But the problem is that you don't handle the top end like you are ready to handle the bottom end of everything. Right. You know, you're ready to do the work, but you can't handle the business side. Right. So this would be the perfect opportunity for you to call that number and get a job where somebody can take care of you and you can just do the things that you're really interested in. Absolutely, absolutely. And and a lot of people have their own clients. It might be a mom, it might be a sister, somebody that, that they yeah. that they um they might not necessarily be getting paid to take care of, but you can. So that's the thing that I want to actually say too. Um, if you got somebody um, in home that you're taking care of, you actually could bring in some income like that. So again, give us a call on that number I just gave, and um, we can help you get set up to getting, you know, getting some actual some some money in for the care that you're providing already. Oh, this is good information. Now right. I'm about to take over, and then we got a little, just a little bit of time left. I'm, I'm about to change your hat a little bit. 
All right, I'm about to put on your financial service hat. <laughs> okay, now in that business, do you see an opportunity to do some type of long-term care planning where you start talking about estate planning, going through probate? And I know it, it, it may be a little bit uh, too late for the people that's already in there. Mm -hmm. You being uh, reactive when you got people that's already in there. But what about the people that are looking at their loved ones and they need to start thinking about themselves? Is there an opportunity there? Absolutely. A huge, huge opportunity. A lot of people don't have enough things set up. So we're in the financial advising fee, uh, field right yeah. now. Um, and a lot of people don't have the proper protections in place. And like I said, something like long-term care is something that's important because um, one thing's for certain, two things for sure. We're going to get, we're getting older. Um, and it's a lot of things that are out there for us. So. That's right. All that's right. right. We're living longer. Right. So um, I hope you got that number. If you need a job. Call my man Chris Brooks. He got a couple. He got a few positions for you, okay? He also has a position over at Block. So if you need to come get some of that training, he's the way in, or you can call Montana, okay? We all, we, we kind of click together with all, all our different businesses to make this community <laughs> prosperous. All right, right, so I guess our time is up. I ain't had a time to ask my questions, but that's okay. I will get you back on the show, and then I'm going to ask my questions on how much you enjoyed the class. One-on-one -on -one with Montana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we are out of time. We will see you guys next Wednesday at KAZ Radio TV with Black Incorporated Building Business Leaders of Tomorrow. Today, I'm your host, Montana. This is over here. It's burning tires. Yeah, well, Peace. you ain't getting no whoop-whoop. <laughs> see y'all next week. <laughs>